The biggest complaint I hear from women is that they don't have the support they need from family and friends to uplevel their life, or they just don't know how to do it. Well, I'm changing all that. I have met amazing women on my podcast, and it's inspired me to create the Warrior Women Mastermind. What's a mastermind? It's a small group of women, hand-selected by me, specifically designed and curated for those women who want to uplevel their business, brand, and mindset. You'll get incredible support and meet like-minded women in a non-competitive environment. You'll have incredible access to my network of coaches, entrepreneurs, and experts in every field to accelerate you on every level. My next mastermind is launching in the fall. Feeling like you need a push? A boost? Someone to pull you up where you're supposed to be? Well, go to my website at lizswadek.com and schedule a discovery call to learn more about how you can apply. That's Liz, L-I-Z-S-V-A-T-E-K.com. This is invitation only, ladies, but that invitation is waiting for you. Women aren't born warriors. We become them. And the road to becoming a warrior is bumpy as hell. Each week, I'm interviewing women who, through tragedy and triumph, are leaping for greatness. Get ready to unleash your inner warrior. I'm Liz Swadek, and this is Conversations with Warrior Women. Hello, warriors. Have you ever dreamed of selling all your belongings and traveling the world? I have. Well, my guest today did just that. She bought a one-way ticket and never looked back. Is it a fantasy or is it a mindset shift? The truth is we can have the life we want if we're brave enough to do what is true for us. Sometimes I look at all the things I have and think, what would it be like to be free, to live free? Well, we're going to find out today from a digital nomad who lives in Thailand. Well, at least she does for the moment. It's time to open our minds and hearts to travel, to freedom, to asking ourselves, what's next for me? But first, our amazing sponsor. Every woman deserves a bathing suit that makes her feel fabulous. Sumanista bathing suits are designed for women by women and made using luxury recycled fabrics, giving women the confidence, comfort, and empowerment they deserve. Whether you're looking for something sporty or sexy, Swimanista bathing suits are designed to move and engineered to complement your body no matter your size. Get your special Warrior Women 15% discount by going to Swimanista.com and using the code WARRIOR15. That's Swimanista.com. Swim, I-N-I-S-T-A.com. Welcome to the show, everybody. Today on the show, Julia Yerg. Julia is the founder and chief editor of JJetter, a family travel and digital nomad blog for aspiring nomads and families. She's also a social media and business marketing coach, public speaker, author, course creator, and blogger from Germany. In 2011, she quit her job, sold all of her belongings, and bought a one-way ticket and turned it into a successful digital nomad business. Since then, she has traveled, lived, and worked remotely in over 80 countries. Today, she helps entrepreneurs find clarity in their business, showing them the next best steps and helping them reach their ideal customers on Facebook by applying all her knowledge and experience from over a decade's worth of online business and marketing gigs. Welcome to the show, Julia. 
Well, thank you. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm so excited. So it is 6 p.m. my time. It is 8 a.m. your time. <laughs> it is. Because you're in Thailand, correct? I'm in Thailand, yes. It's I bright mean, and early here. This is so fun. I, this is why Zoom is just the greatest thing that ever was created, and I just will never hate it. I will always love it. It is. It's so useful. I love it too. <laughs> and so we met on Clubhouse. And we were like in a couple talks together and then you invited me into a room and we had like even a deeper discussion of like marketing and we had heard the birds in the background and we realized we like, <laughs> what is that noise? And then you told us you were in Thailand and we, we all freaked out. I don't know how I would have ever met you otherwise. I'm so grateful to technology, <laughs> to Clubhouse, to Zoom, to all the things. So oh, welcome yeah. Julia to the show. <laughs> Yay! Thank you so much. Yes, I love uh, I love the fact that it's possible to connect with people from all around the world. And just like you put it, it's wonderful. I love it too. I have made so many great connections on social media in general. But Clubhouse, woo! This is really amazing. It's so fun, and we haven't even done a Clubhouse room together. We have to do. We have to kind of oh. have to make our plans. We have to do more things together. Absolutely, I'm on it. Okay, <laughs> tell me. I like to go back to the beginning. What was life like for you as a kid? Did you always love travel? You'd be surprised. I come from a really traditional small town uh, family. My parents, my mom hates traveling. The thought of going out of town stresses her out. My brother got married in England, which is like an hour away, like by plane from our place. And she, uh, six months before that, she was like, saying every day, no, 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 I'm not going on that plane. Well, she made it in the end, but this is how she is against like going somewhere else out of her comfort zone. And my dad, he would always take us places. And I remember every time we had, we were like school holidays, he would go skiing with us or, you know, just it's so easy to travel in Europe. So going to a different country is like, a couple of hours away. So it's very accessible. So for me going over borders or, or just even for a weekend somewhere else was always very normal. 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 Yeah, yeah, very normal. normal. I think that was the foundation of experiencing other people, uh, other countries and cultures in a very natural, normal way. Yeah. But it was probably what triggered me most or what, what got me really into that traveling extreme mindset thing uh, was the fact that I was so bored. I was so bored back home. Like I literally there in Germany, but where, where in, in Germany? Like in a very, very small, like 2000 people live in the place where I grew up in the South, like in between of Stuttgart and the Lake Constance. I've like, been to Stuttgart. Wow. Good. Go you. <laughs> it's a beautiful area. It's very great for families with small kids and also for retiring people but for me when I grew up I remember when I was a, a, um, during my teenage years I was just getting so angry because I wanted to experience life and I, I realized there has to be something more and it, it this built up actually the moment that I got my high school degree I booked that ticket because I was saving for it for the longest and I booked the ticket to the United States and I went there and I was gone for a year I was a nanny in the United States and this was me tasting freedom uh, me so on my ready. own I was like so yeah ready. so <laughs> yeah. that's amazing though you know what it's some people have those instincts like they want to get out of there and they want to go and they don't 
<laughs> so <laughs> it's great that you did do it and you did go. But I want to talk about this moment because even just reading that in the intro, in 2011, you quit your job, sold all your belongings and bought a one-way ticket to, first of all, where? Where did you buy this one-way ticket? And what made you make this move? Oh gosh, yeah. I should have put it this way. It's It was a, a, a ticket to India, but it wasn't to India. It was an around-the-world ticket. Like I set out whole travel plan. So India was my first destination, but then this ticket made me choose destinations to make it all around the world. So there was India, there was Southeast Asia, a few different stops, and then Australia, New Zealand, South America. And then I was supposed to go back to Germany. And I with this ticket, I had a time frame of one year. And back then I was in that complete, you know, traditional way of thinking German robot thing where, uh, <laughs> you know, you can't uh, uh, go for longer than two or maximum three months. I mean, this was already crazy. Otherwise no one else will hire you when you come back. And then, so I thought, okay, within three maximum, three, well, yeah three to four months, I wanted to be back and do all the destinations that I just mentioned. And, and then I were, um, yeah, I wanted to start my own agency back in, in Munich. And I already had a business partner waiting there for me. And he said, okay, do your travel thing. I will do, you know, start organizing our, our vision and mission for our agencies and stuff. Yeah. Well, and then it happens the first month in my travels, I was like, oh, this is crazy. I can never make it in that short amount of time. And and so the ticket was flexible enough so I could always call the air, airline every time I got to a new destination telling them, okay, I have to postpone the next flight. Okay. And I did it every time. I did it every time when I got to a new destination because I realized... I had no idea how big that country was or how, how amazing the places are and how much more time I needed there. Oh my <laughs> uh, so you just kept yeah. extending and extending. You know, what's wild is that when you say that you had this German way of thinking and it was like, you could only, you know, and then you say that people thought you were crazy. Meanwhile, Americans, okay. <laughs> we are worse and we would really think you were crazy. And I think it's funny because in our minds, European people are so like loose that I would think people would be like, absolutely, Julia, go for like six months, enjoy, maybe a year, enjoy your life. I had no idea that over there, they were giving you the same problems like they would give us here. So that's really funny to me. Yeah. I mean, not everyone, uh, to be <laughs> honest, there are a few people or there were a few people that were really supportive and they were cheering me on. They were like, wow, yeah, do it. But the majority, yes, thank yeah. you. The majority <laughs> of people were just like, yeah, you know, you're almost 30. And that was a, you know, that was a oh, big that's thing. A, that's a kiss you're of death. Almost Oh gosh, you don't have the, the house, the man, the, the kids, the car is set up. No, you just got rid of everything. Uh, and and now you're going to do the travel thing, which usually, you know, people in their beginning of 20s are doing. So yeah, so this was really crazy for the majority of people. But how long were you gone? How long did you end up being gone for? Oh, I was gone forever. I never returned. So... <laughs> So it was the beginning so of how did you decide where you were going to land? Because you're going to all these great places. You're putting it off and putting it off. Like, did you just do like what you said? You just kind of stayed so, in different places for how long? How long did, is it still going? Are you still traveling, Julie? <laughs> yes, I am. So the first 
yeah, three to six months, I was finding my way into this travel mode. And I, I met so many people who were on the road a lot longer than I was. And so I discovered there is a life outside of the traditional nine to five. And I, I got, yeah, I, I got so inspired and I thought, okay, I don't want to go back to Germany, uh, but of course I had this ticket, I had the plan, but by the end of the six months, I sent this message to my business partner to be, and I said, you know, I'm not going to come back and I don't know how long I will stay out there. So let's just not do this right now. And he's like, yeah, I already knew that. I gave up on you. I gave up on you. <laughs> so uh so yeah I just I just extended 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 and then it turned out to be a full year of traveling like without thinking about working without doing nothing and I spent all my savings and by the end of the first year the crucial thing happened I met my partner I fell in love I completely lost it which country was he in in Chile so I was in really Chile, okay in South America and I was two yes two months before i was supposed to go back to germany and then we met uh, in the desert in the middle of the desert really romantic story but i won't bore you with details now but i fell in love and i thought oh gosh this is not good uh you know i had this plan and and now this guy comes along and i left him after three days because i had this bus ticket leaving me to another place i think you know argentina in another desert place anyways but I couldn't, I couldn't forget him and same, it, it happened to be the same thing for him. So we kept in touch. And so I did my travel route through uh, Chile and Argentina. And when I got back to the same place where I started in the capital of Chile, I wrote him and I said, you know what, I'm supposed to fly to Germany, but do you want to meet again before I leave? Because it was so nice meeting you. And he was like, oh yeah, uh, sure. And this sure turned into, I'm going to cancel my flight ticket and <laughs> let's try Julia, and see. Your life is a movie. I've now realized that my life is absolutely boring. I just realized oh, yeah. this. I'm going into a pit of depression, Julia. I don't know if I could take it. Honestly, you're living in a movie. What in the world? How do I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what, what really helped me do all this crazy stuff was having a really stressful life before and i think i have never answered this first bit um the the, the question that you asked me in the, in the in the in the beginning what got me there i was working like a maniac i was literally married to my job back in germany i had two phones i was working not nine to five i actually eight to 2 a.m. in the morning sometimes. And I was running a team. It was exciting and every day looked different. And I was on those big events and people were envying for my job, but I was literally exhausted. I was close to burnout syndrome, burnout syndrome. And I was just always having this nagging voice in my head. This isn't it. I'm not happy. I have a full bank account, but it is not fulfilling me. So my body was- Amazing that you listened to that. Oh, well, my body was pushing me towards it because I was ending up in bed for a few weeks and I, I wasn't able to get out. Uh, I, was, I had this flu and I, I had this cough and a lot of symptoms and, you know, signals from my body that was telling me stop, stop, stop. And only then when I was bound to my bed because I literally was not able to move anymore, I took the decision and said, okay, just, let, just take a break. 
you know, this small, tiny break that turned into my lifestyle <laughs> today. I, mean, I, I love it. I love it so much. You, mm. so how, cause you now have, you have kids, right? You have your, your, I do, you yes. your partner, you have kids. Uh huh. How many kids? Two. They were born into, yeah, just uh, the eldest just turned four in uh, middle of May and the other one will turn two in two weeks. <laughs> now, this is what I want to know. How do you make this kind of digital nomad thing work for you and your family? Have you, have you moved since you've had the kids? Do you plan on moving again or is it Thailand sort of like you've already done all this traveling and now Thailand's kind of a nice home base for you or like, how do you make that all work? Well, it's all doable. Uh, it's, it's really, it comes down to your mindset. People always think as long, as soon as you, you get kids, you have to stop, you have to settle down. They need a routine. They need a fixed place. Bullshit. That's just what they tell you because they want you to be stuck in one place. If that's what you want, cool. That's good. If you don't want that, you can do something else. And we just decided we love our lifestyle so much we try it out with our kids. If it doesn't work, we can always go back. And that's just something that I have figured out for me in my case. I'm not saying everyone needs to do that, but- And your kids are my, little, so they're not in you know, exactly. school yet. They're not, they don't have these friends that are like, I don't want to leave my friends. I mean, so they're still in an age where you can kind of bring them yeah. around everywhere. Absolutely. But I do meet a lot of families on the road who are living the same lifestyle you'd be surprised how big that community is like digital nomad families they're all around the world and, and they have kids from zero to 18 years i mean really it it depends on how you as a parent go about it and and include them in the decision making and tell them about the next steps and help them adjust and you know stay connected with your kids uh, with your friends it's so many ways thanks to technology again and the internet so yes for us we t we took our little one now the big one uh when he was 6 weeks old we took him to a, his first road trip we were, he was born in Germany because we visited our, my parents. Yeah. So we took him around Europe to test him and, and, and see if he's travel proof and he, and he passed the test. So we decided to yeah go even further. And then we took him to Thailand for the first time. And then we went back and then, and then my second son, he was born on the Canary islands. And then with him, we moved the first time when he was four months, showed him to my parents. So Germany again. And then from there we went to Thailand and we were actually supposed to go uh, be here only for two months because I was, I was, booked as a speaker on a speaking gig in, in Italy and a conference and a travel conference. And guess what happened? Guess yeah. What happened? Yes. Yes. And we, well, we had so many opportunities to go either to Germany or to Chile because our countries were calling us and telling everyone to go back home because it's safest there. And my gut feeling was just telling me all the time. No, you stay put, you stay put. You're on this remote Island. It's paradise here. There's no such thing as COVID ever since it started. We are so in such a bubble. I mean, no one knew that back then when it all started, but my, my gut feeling was just telling me, and yeah, so we are stuck by choice here and we're just yeah, sitting it out. By choice, exactly. <laughs> 
Yes. Yeah. Well, that's that again. I mean, I've heard stories of people who, you know, the minute they knew the pandemic was coming, they flew to Hawaii or they flew to, you know, and they did. And they, and these are people also that, by the way, have some family in Hawaii. And, you know, I, I know a lot of stories like that, that, that went very well. I think people got a little bit smart about once they realized this was not going anywhere just like, well, if I have to work from home, can I work in a nice place? You know? So you got, you got smart. So I, I'm proud of you. What, what do you think have been some of your favorite, even before kids, your favorite places to live and work? Oh, you just mentioned one, Hawaii, Hawaii. If I was an American and a citizen and could just move there, you know, you guys are so lucky. <laughs> uh, I would just do that in a jiffy. Oh my God. Yeah. That was one of the best three months because this was the maximum that I, they allowed me to stay in the country and uh, on a tourist visa. And then the Galapagos Island in Ecuador are amazing. I do love the tropical climate, the weather, so climate, yeah. weather and this this type. So, and I'm an island girl. The Easter Islands are really mind blowing. The Caribbean in general, I love. Yes. And I have to admit, I mean, Europe, many places in Europe, they are great. If you don't mind putting on a jacket when you walk around, then this is great. <laughs> There's a lot on offer too, but yes. I like my, my flip-flops and, you know, t-shirt. Yeah, casual, leather. casual attire. <laughs> I love Maui. We've gone to Maui many, many times. Uh, I love going yes. there. I think it's like magical, but I will say we had a whole trip planned to Italy before the, the right uh, when the pandemic was hitting, it was, I was going to go there for my 50th birthday. Well, now I'm 51. Oh, <laughs> Didn't go. Yeah. But we booked it for when I'm 52, so we'll be we'll be celebrating that. I've always wanted to go to Capri and the Malfi Coast. Like that's something I'm really really interested in, just because yes. I do love that look. You know, that seaside with the village. Like I love I love that whole thing, and I love Italy. So I'm excited to to go see. That. Oh yes, yeah. So tell me, <laughs> tell me your best advice for someone who wants to kind of live and work and and do this kind of digital nomad lifestyle? Because I don't know a lot of people that could maybe just make it happen like in an instant, but like if they really want to do it, because you're really saying it's a mindset. So you're you're already making me think, but like, tell me, (laughs) tell me what are some steps, you know, like that, that we could do if we want to, if we're really considering this to kind Mm. of get your, either get your feet wet, try it, or I don't know, tell me. Well, the first thing literally is when I start working with people who come to me and say, I want to become a digital nomad family or even the single ones, um, I literally sit down a few sessions and talk about those mindset blockages, those limiting beliefs that you're having and that society is putting upon you. And because I can't blame you or you can't blame yourself by having all these beliefs in your, in your, in your head, you you were born and raised in a society that tells you, you need to have this, you need to go this, this is the next step and blah, blah, blah. But once you step out of it and, you know, you zoom out and you look at it from a different angle and you say, "Mm, I actually don't need all this. I can also create a different lifestyle the way I think it fits my needs and the way I love it. So this is a, a crucial first step. So once we're over that, I I help you look at your specific case, and people can do this exercise now by them by themselves uh, on on their own with their with their family or with their spouse. Just think about it. What would make it so much easier to start? Like, do you have a lot of like, do you have a house? Do you have a lot of things, commitments? What is the first things that you can get rid of or 
temporarily rid of? Like, can you rent out your house? Can you sell a few things in order to create a bit of a savings amount in order to make it easy for the first few um, months? Uh, what are the first few things that you you need to do, like health insurance and all the all the safety bit that gives you peace of mind and also puts you into the position of, yes, now I want to, now I'm ready. Because yeah. the, the, the first things are, are literally the blockages because you're not in that maybe crazy courage mood that you need to be, be in. And then what I always tell people is, you know, try it out. If you don't like it, make it, well, you can do it my style and you say, uh, you only gone for three months, six months, you know, and then you might end up liking it and yes. <laughs> you might want to make it work. And then you might find your husband apparently. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or, I mean, or you can really literally be in a planning stage for a, an X amount of time, a few months. If you really literally a need to create your online business first that that's going to sustain your travel then you need more time or if you say no i'm, I'm going to have a gap year now i uh, i said um, i will spend all my savings or no i literally want to do the cut sell everything and then do it properly but uh i'd recommend plan it out first not do it my way because what i did really i i had to I learn it the hard way and i mean we haven't talked about that but it was in the beginning it was really um yeah a challenge and to make it work uh while i was out there it was a process and being where i am today um i don't think you need to go through through it because I'm now 10 years into this nomadic lifestyle. And I'd say after four or five years, I really figured it out. Yeah. And I, I had a and system now you can up advise other people. Now, you can, a, now that you can shorthand, yeah. you know, the process and what you exactly. know to help other people so they don't have to have such a painful, painful yes. beginning, at least. I mean, it all still worked out for you though, Jillian. It did really work out <laughs> for you. Did. Um, tell me, you're, I know you're a Facebook marketing expert. A lot of people are so sick of Facebook. I, I'm almost sick of everything. Like I'm not sick of Clubhouse because it's new um, and it's fun, but I'm yeah. almost sick of everything. It's, it's hard, you know, as a person that posts on these different things, I'm always talking to people about it and advising them. And, you know, one thing I always say is like, if you don't want to do that, don't do it. You don't have to do, be everywhere all the time doing all the things you don't. But I know you're a Facebook marketing expert. Tell me some of, some of your best advice for using it for brands and business or something that people maybe don't know. Well, first things first, you just mentioned a crucial social media or marketing in general, rookie mistake. You don't have to, or you should not never be in all on all the platforms at the same time, because that that's exactly the thing that's burning you out. So what you have to do, you have to make a decision. Choose your number one platform and be there 100% and spend all your energy and time on it. Own it. Learn the ins and outs. And only then, if you master that platform, you can expand and go and see what other platform you can add on. But most people, they go on, on like you say, on Instagram, on, on Facebook, on Pinterest, on Twitter, on YouTube, and on, on Clubhouse, everywhere. They're everywhere. And of course, it's not going to work because you're, you're just one person. Of course, you can have a VA or two or three. You have a team, but it's still you, the, the, the business owner who needs to come up with all the good stuff and also be there if you want to make it work because these platform wants you to show your face. You have to be live every now and then. So 
it is never going to work if you want to be on all the platforms. So, but if you decide to be on Facebook, it's a very, very smart decision because it's amazing. People don't see the potential of this platform. And I just love it because it's the most social platform out there still. And the reason why it probably doesn't work for the majority of people is they underestimate the personal profile. They always think, okay, I have a business page. I maybe also have a, a group. But my personal profile is for connecting with my friends, catching up with, you know, the, 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 the casual thing. And that's wrong. If you decide to go all in on Facebook for your business, then your personal profile is like your business card. It's like this business card that you hand over to someone when you meet in a networking event and you showcase everything that you stand for. It has to be branded. It has to tell people what you do for work because this is the, this is the touch point that people get to see most. Only your page, I mean, your page has such a little reach. Unfortunately, nowadays, Facebook is really a bitch when it comes to business. Yeah, yeah when it pages, they make you pay for uh, getting a lot of reach but for your profile no if you post something on your profile or if you do strategic connections and moves with your profile facebook loves it because you're a user and they want you to be an active user a user who provides valuable content so keep that in mind whenever you are on the platform i like and that idea i've never thought of that julia that's interesting no, you're right most like, people I don't. A, and i have a ton of friends on there and i do occasionally post some kind of businessy things but you're right most people are like here's the pictures of my kids and here's the pictures yeah. of like and you're right you're right yeah so my best advice is really to look at it as a three pillar setup so like I just said, your personal profile, your Facebook page and your Facebook group, they need to be all on brand. You have to have like a system set up where you show up regularly and share your content within those three pillars and look at your Facebook profile as your business business card, your Facebook page as your uh, website and your Facebook group is literally your networking event place where you get to showcase that you're the expert, where you can make valuable connections, where you build trust and where you essentially sell your products. And I love it. I love it. once you have that in place, it's, it's a, it's a money-making machine. I love really. It. That's a great way to look at it. It's a great way to look at it. Okay. So tell me what's next for you and how, if people want to work with you, how do they work with you? I'm currently, and I'm really excited. And um, I don't know when this episode comes out, but uh, as we speak in May 2021, I'm currently building my first group coaching pro program because I have noticed that most of my one-on-one uh, -on -one clients, they are so stressed and overwhelmed. They are solopreneurs who are in their business and they still don't see or get the results or see the numbers that they want to see. So I'm creating a group coaching program called the Balanced Entrepreneur, and I'm helping solopreneurs to simply find the next best step and get clarity and helping them set up a proven system, like a blueprint, just like we just talked about Facebook. This will be included, but also I go way back and look at their mindset. I will look at their positioning, the marketing message, all these core elements that most people fail or skip 
in the beginning and they say, yes, I have a skill, I have a, uh, an offer or uh, I have an idea and I want just want to go out there, but yeah. they don't do the foundation work. And this has to be first. And this is where my Germanist comes through. So I have I will be very <laughs> thorough <laughs> and I will, will help people cheer them on. I will motivate them and I get them back on track and give them clarity so that they in 12 weeks have really a focused way of working and as a blueprint in their hand and say, okay, I, I now have everything set up so that my online business is actually sustainable and actually making money. And actually I can call myself an entrepreneur. So yes, if people want to work with me, I'm really looking for those better testers because I will go out first in a better version so that people who join this group it's going to be an exclusive group of five to 10 people max, and they can help me design the program so that once it's literally the, the program that everyone needs, I will go out and launch it properly. I love that. Okay. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. All right. Guess what, Julia is the speed round. It is party time for yeah. you. Party time okay. for you at eight in the morning. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> okay. I know you're not thinking about this yet, but what is your cocktail of choice? Oh gosh, yeah. I can always think about cocktail hour. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So I love caipirinhas. I don't know. Uh, this is just. Yes. Oh my God, I so forgot about caipirinhas. I've no, no idea. What's in a caipirinha? <laughs> oh, it's just this lime zest, you know, the, the, the refreshing and the. Oh, what's the cup? No, I don't even know. I always drink it, but I never prepare it. Out <laughs> that's because your partner makes it for you. Yes. Um, that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> Hyperinia. That's a new one. No one said that yet. So that's great. Mm, um, cool. what's, what's a mantra or quote that you live by? Yeah. So I go by in business. Okay. I go by do fewer things, but do them better. And for life, I say always to myself, try it out, try it out at least once. You know, mine is don't water dead plants. It's my favorite. Okay. I know I made you laugh when I said that. What makes you feel unstoppable? I actually don't know. I mean, whenever I... I'm about I... to answer this question for you. Oh, yes, please do. Being free, being, being a digital free. nomad, having your freedom. I mean, yes, you're, you're, you're purposely stuck right now for a little while longer. Yes. But I would think you would say your freedom, but don't take my answer. Do your own answer. This was so obvious. It wasn't even there. Yes, of yeah. course. This is my, my, my motivation, my motor. Yes, of course. Yeah. Having this, this freedom of, you know, creating my life the way I, I liked doing it and uh, life by design. So this is also one of the programs I'm currently working on for my other business. So yes, I feel like this is, yeah, absolutely. You answered my question. Thank you. There you go. See, it's eight in the morning. <laughs> I have to help you. Uh, who, who do you admire? Oh, Tony Robbins. He is just such a yes. energy ball. And so, I don't know. I mean, how does this man do this? Every, every time he's on stage, he's just so, yeah. I will never be like him, but I, I truly think he, this man got balls. <laughs> yeah, he really does. You know who I really like too? And this is sort of a new person. I had her on the podcast. Her name is Tracy Litt, L-I-T-T. Okay. She does something called The Lit Factor. She wrote a book called Worthy Human. Oh, and I've been watching like and doing some of her like videos and different things. And she is full out and raw. And what I yeah. like about her even more, and I love Tony, is that she really caters to women and she caters uh -huh. to women who are in leadership, who are coaches, yeah. who are, and she's all about, you know, 
getting out of your, like you're, like you were talking about your subconscious mind and getting into the right mindset and also like not being afraid to express your emotions. Cause guess what? You have to express sure. your emotions. Otherwise you go cuckoo. So <laughs> I really, I really, really love her. So you check her out, Tracy Led. I'm just giving you one of my, I will. Awesome. what are you most proud of? Well, obviously my two sons, I mean, they just turned out so great and I'm in love and they are, yeah. They are the what, are their names? what are their names? Uh, Nicholas and Vincent. Wonderful. And they're just so adorable. And every time I see them laugh or see them, you know, rolling in the sand, it just makes me giggle and feel like, oh gosh, yes. And besides of that, I think the moment when I actually made that decision of just going against the, the mainstream and yeah, doing it my way. <laughs> I know I'm proud. proud of you for that. I am proud of you well, for that. What's you. exciting you the most? right now literally my group coaching program because i've i'm i'm working on it day night day and night and i'm i'm you know i'm designing it in my head and i'm putting it all to paper and i just want to make it happen now and it has been sitting with me for the longest and i'm ready i'm so ready to do this now and i want to help people create this online business so that they can do with it with it whatever they want to even if they don't travel with it but just create that income and freedom so that they're happy people. This excites me a lot right now. I, love that. I think it's, you're smart to beta test it and to get some mm. people who are interested that can definitely help you kind of, you know, figure it out and, and see what works and doesn't work. I think that's a brilliant yeah. idea. I really do. Oh yeah. It wasn't my idea, but, but yeah, people have done that. They said, this is crucial. Otherwise yeah, you'll. It's like the ultimate market research, right? That you're going to get yeah. this information. It's going to be gold. So yes. Yeah. Yes to that. Absolutely. All right, Julia, thank you for joining me today. Yeah. All the way thank you. In the morning. Yay. Thank you so much. It's been so yeah. fun talking to you and hearing about your movie life. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Thanks for the opportunity. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, thank you everyone for joining me today. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And if you enjoyed the show, leave us a review. This is the Conversations with Warrior Women podcast with me, Liz Swadek. Remember, every woman has a story. You just need to ask her. Bye.